fucking May 23rd. Welcome to Kimberly Lovey's podcast, aka Diamonds and Coconuts. We are reporting live from the Lovey Shack. So today is Brian and my five-year anniversary. And I would I would like to thank those of you that gave me feedback from my last podcast, which was the intro. Thank you very much for letting me know your opinions that women should, in fact, get the man, the man an anniversary present. So Brian has not yet opened his present, but what I did was I went to Target, since it's the only store open around me, and got him these really sick Beats headsets, and they're black and red. It's the 10 year anniversary edition and I got them I got them for him because I have them myself, although mine are just the plain black ones. And I absolutely love, love, love them. And Brian is on the phone constantly and always using speaker and it drives everybody nuts. So I figured it's a way for him to keep his privacy and keep his hands free. So we'll see if he likes them. And if not, I'm gonna keep them for myself as a backup pair. And then the second gift I gave him was a gag gift and it's something only him and I would appreciate but they're basically matching onesies again from Target and they're patriotic and so I'll post those to my Instagram so you guys can check it out um yeah it's an inside joke but I guess I'll let you guys in on it so basically before we got married I told him that my dream in life is to um be that old couple that has matching jumpsuits and so he went and got us james purse matching jumpsuits and so i thought it would be cute for a five year if i got us you know cute summer edition matching onesies okay so i want to ask you guys about how you're doing in quarantine So I want you to hit me up on my Instagram or text me, call me, whatever. Let me know, are you guys thriving or surviving quarantine? I'm going to talk to you guys about my quarantine game. And then um, I want to hear back and just see how it's going for you. So I kind of alluded to this earlier that quarantine did not start off great. My kids and I all were sick and it was with a virus that was not the flu I have since, well, I'll just say that I was convinced I was patient zero because this was early March and the doctors basically looked at me like, we have no idea if you have this coronavirus, but come to think of it, our symptoms were really not at all in line with the coronavirus symptoms. But nonetheless, I was convinced um, that we were patient zero in Agora Hills And now cut to two months later when they finally have testing, antibody testing, and I took it. I spent the $130 from Quest Diagnostics, and they have one of the seven approved antibody test technologies from uh, Abbott, who's the company that provides it to them. And that's one of the seven that are FDA approved so far. So anyway, I took the antibody test. It's a blood test. Went into my local Quest Diagnostics and um, took the blood test and found out online that I am negative for the coronavirus antibodies. So that was kind of disappointing because I was, of course, hoping that we had already had it. 
But anyway, we were sick for three weeks. It was, I've never been so sick in my life. Like it, it really was a three week experience. And normally I'm the kind of person that I get sick for a day. I'll be down for a day and then I'm back up. And, um, so anyway, the kids were all sick. Everybody in their class was sick and, um, that's how it started off. And then school closed that same week that everybody was getting sick. So that was the kickoff to our rocky start of the quarantine experience. Um, and then finally, after about a month into quarantine and finally not being completely sick, I was like, wait a minute, this isn't so bad. If you're healthy in quarantine, you know, we can do stuff. We can make some magic happen. And so... Yeah, so I just was really grateful. So I started off by kind of being in a weird place, but like feeling at least grateful that I wasn't sick. Um, started off cooking and things like that, but then it kind of started to get dull. And so, as I mentioned, one of my friends was kind of getting depressed and eating and all this. And I'm like, okay, we're not doing this. So we came up with our star chart, as I mentioned, committed to five days a week of working out. Mine was to go for a run five days a week for 20 to 30 minutes. And so for the first month, I was really just doing it for my friend because I didn't want to let her down. And I have to say, thank God, because that is what I've been sticking to. It's now, I don't know, like six or seven weeks later since we had started that. Maybe it's even a full two months and I'm still doing it. And it has made all the difference in my quarantine experience. So I'm going to get really micro. I'll tell you exactly what I've been doing. Here's what my schedule looks like. I wake up at about 6.30. I actually wake up at like five something because of the natural sunlight. I just, my body, I'm like a morning person and I'm in line with my circadian rhythm is in line with the sun and the moon. Um, well, Brian, he likes to sleep in. Um, so I wake up at like six 30 in the morning, fully have my coffee, go downstairs, have my coffee by myself. Um, do any kind of like scrolling on my Instagram or, reading the news or gossip sites or whatever, wake up, go upstairs, put on my cute little workout outfits, and then uh, throw on my shoes and just go, like get my headset. And when I'm running, here's my strategy. So I can run really fast, okay? But I this that's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is I'm doing about 25 minutes maximum. Sometimes I've done like 30, but I'm usually doing like 23 minutes, I think is what it ended up being. But um, I don't kill it. And the reason is because I want my run to be, you know, something that I really enjoy, like a treat, not like some kind of punishment. And so I figured if I just let myself walk slash jog, um, I give myself permission to do that because there's lots of hills where we are, then it's not like torturous, you know, but at the same time it is strenuous because I do go up some gnarly hills and I do make myself run up them. Um, so I put on a podcast usually that's some kind of motivational, something positive or at least entertaining. Um, I also love, so last time I told you which podcast I'm sorry. I talked about one podcast that I really, whoa, talked about one podcast that I really like, which is the skinny confidential him and her. And it is Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick and they're 
bloggers and entrepreneurs and they started this Dear Media podcast network and they're incredible and they're just such a dope ass couple. Um, so that's one of the ones and they interview all these really, really interesting and hilarious entrepreneurs like they had the fat Jewish on that was extremely entertaining because he like yeah that guy's a baller that's all I can say um so anyway I listen to them I listen to the bitch bible by Jackie Schimmel who by the way I ran into at the grocery store at Trader Joe's in Agora and I died and we were like friends at the grocery store for a solid like five minutes and I think she was kind of like over me but I was like still chatting her up anyway because I was so starstruck and excited um, and then the other one that I love, if you really want like motivation is Ed Milet, the Ed Milet show. He is so incredible. Um, so anyway, I usually put on something that's going to motivate me for the day or entertain me. Um, I also listen to Heather Dubrow's world, but ever since she parted ways with her assistant, I, you know, Natalie, I have struggled with listening to her. So um, yeah, so I go for my jog. I make sure it's leisurely. I walk when I have to, and I just make it really enjoyable because I don't want to be burnt out and like so sore. Um, I could probably run like a seven minute mile or I think 640 or something was the fastest I had done like last year or something or like six and a half minute mile, something like that. But I'm doing like a 10 minute mile, like 10, 11 minute mile. So it's really leisurely. It's really chill and I'm not killing it. And I'm doing it that way intentionally so that I don't dread it and that I'm getting my exercise, but it's a sustainable and enjoyable experience. And I definitely, definitely recommend that. The other thing I'll say about my run is that if you guys are in a rut, make yourself get out and go go outside and exercise because I swear from the moment, so I'm like dreading it until the moment I step outside my front door and then I realize, wow this was the right move and it's just invigorating and it just, you feel like the fresh air in your lungs and it's just such an incredible feeling. Like even doing some runs through the rain, super spiritual experience. Like, yeah, I definitely recommend pushing yourself to get out and doing that. Um, so that's usually how I start off my day, my coffee. And then I do my jog um, I come home, I take a shower and sometimes in between I'll podcast and I try and podcast early, early in the morning before everybody's up and bothering me and, you know, mom life. And then usually I have some kind of work meeting. I mean, I'm kind of busy at work. Um, it kind of ebbs and flows. And so, yeah, I do that. And spend time with my kids and then my kids have class at 10 o'clock and either I take it or my husband takes it. They do their little Zoom meetings. And um, so that's usually my morning and that's the way I start off my day. And it's just been incredible. So I want to talk to you guys about your quarantine shopping experiences. So I want to know how many people have been going crazy doing online shopping. So I'll just share a little bit about my own shopping habits or lack thereof. So I'm not a big shopper. And I don't know, it's just the way I was raised, I think just not very materialistic, feeling like shopping for clothes and things like that are a waste of money. Um, unless you love it. That's how I was raised, like very like modest. And um, so I've kind of 
adapted a little bit because you have to at this day and age. So I've definitely embraced online shopping finally. I usually, or pre-quarantine, I definitely did not like online shopping. I just, I don't know. It's not, I like to feel the quality of clothes in particular. Um, It's just not the same experience. And so Brian was pretty much the captain of our Amazon shopping, but now I've realized that I have to embrace you know, technology and changes like that. So, um, I finally got up on my Amazon game and ordered like a couple items on Amazon, mostly utilitarian type stuff. Um, and then I didn't go out shopping at all until probably two weeks ago when I had to go to target because my sister had a baby, um, a month early. Um, and so she and her husband, we had our baby, her baby shower planned and it got canceled because of this whole epidemic or pandemic. And so their baby, baby Skylar came a month early and they didn't have anything set up yet. So I went and had to go to target and went shopping. So went a little crazy there and that was awesome. And then, um, the second trip I was actually returning something and then going to pick up pull-ups for Charlotte and ended up buying half of my office furniture on a whim from Target. I got these two really sleek white chairs and then this accent table that's golden white and my entire office is going to be golden white and I just loved it. And then I got this awesome fake green plant and some other little gold accent pieces um, now I'm just waiting for my desk, which has been a journey because I ordered a desk from somewhere and then turned out that they were sold out and something with the manufacturers in China, which we can all understand that. And then I went to that website house and finally got a desk, golden white, so excited. And then I think I somehow, so I made the purchase, but I, at the end of it, it asked me for my email address and I think I gave some off version of my email address and now I can't track my order and I did not screenshot my order. So they're supposed to have delivered it. I thought it was sometime around now, but it has not showed up. So yesterday I felt bad because the door, the doorbell rang and I thought, Oh my God, it's my desk being delivered. And I like ran to get it. And instead it was like a giant bouquet of flowers that my husband got me a day early for our anniversary. And I felt so bad because I was like, oh, flowers. Great. And really, I was so disappointed. It wasn't my desk. But anyway, those flowers were insane. They really were insane. They are insane. They're huge. Um, Yeah, that definitely took me by surprise and had the sweetest note. And um, yeah, that was a very special treat. So overall in quarantine, I've been thriving, I gotta say, and I really have to say the trick of it is, you know, the jogging in the morning and then listening to positive influential type podcasts and just like allowed me to be so much more creative and step out of my comfort zone. So I built my website, I launched this podcast, we are launching um, another brand and it's not really me, it's more like my husband and his father and their team on the restaurant side, Jose Goldstein's. So they're, um, we've kind of talked about that and they're kind of in the middle of launching that, um, which is 
super exciting. It's basically Mexican food at your door. It's a ghost kitchen, which is operating out of Lovey's. And it's basically online only for the most part, but then they're going to have, um, if you dine in, if dine in ever opens, then you can also sample the menu that way as well. So that's kind of something that they've been really busy working on. That's super exciting. And I got to go to the tasting and I felt very lucky that I got to join them for that. Um, so yeah, we've been keeping pretty busy. I think, um, we're definitely still torn. Like I said, about what to do with our kids this summer. I'm thinking we probably won't put them in camp, but I do feel really bad because they've been like kept at home and I'm not really like the artsy kind of mom. I'm just like, not, that's just not my thing. I'm into like doing like, I'll go play baseball with you and I'll go outside and take you to a park and bike ride and stuff like that. But I'm not really like the arts and crafts type. Um, and I realize that some women are just naturally inclined like that. And I'm just not like, I don't like it, honestly. Like I don't like arts and crafts. It's just not my thing. So I feel a little bad because my kids have been watching TV more than I would like, but I will say every day that I can, we do go out to the park, we ride our bikes, we run around outside and that is awesome. Obviously we can't go on the playground. Oh, another thing we've been doing is picnicking at the park. So we just pack up our lunches and bring a little blanket and picnic at the park on the days that it's not too hot. And the kids love that. Um, it's just a way for them to get outside. And then the other big thing that we're trying to deal with is our house. So we bought this house that has great bones, but it's old and not really well maintained. And so basically a couple weeks ago, I went to finally heat our pool, which I've never done before, or I did once accidentally, I think, or something. Anyway, so I go to heat our pool because I'm like, okay, if we're going to be here for this long, you know, we need to start using our pool as like, you know, an activity. So I go and turn on the heater and I swear every day I go and turn it on because I guess it turns off when the filter turns off or something, whatever. So I think I'm like heating the pool and I bought a thermometer um, off Amazon and kept taking the pool temperature like twice a day and it really wasn't moving. And so finally I'm like, this isn't right. So I have Brian and my mom look at it only to realize that the heater's broken. So this is after five days. Okay. <laughs> so now here we are a couple of weeks later and realize we have to do a complete revamp of our pool equipment and our whole side yard. It looks like a jungle out there. It's just all a hot mess on the side. And these are the things, by the way, if you guys are like wishing that you own a home, I have to say it is fantastic, but it is a huge money pit too, like huge. Um, so yeah, particularly if you're buying an old house, just be prepared for unexpected repairs like my mother-in-law always said, here's the thing with the house. You do one little thing and it opens a whole other can of worms. And that is exactly true. It is so, so true. You think you're fixing one small thing and it turns out to be like this other multi-thousand dollar project. So um, if you're not there yet and you haven't purchased a home yet, it's all good. Don't worry. Um, it probably sounds better than it looks. And yeah, just it's okay. Like... <laughs> 
Um, the nice thing about having a home is having space. So I've been so grateful. So when Brian and I first moved out here, um, I was like, great, we're officially those people we hate, babe. Like we're the married couple that lives in the suburbs. Like we used to be so cool and now here we are, you know? And now in this pandemic, it's definitely paid off. Um, we kind of got forced to move only because we were just running out of space in our condo and Charlotte was, um, in my belly when we purchased a house. And then that was a whole debacle because I was working like hundred hour weeks. Um, and it was just, it was a crazy time and we were redoing a lot of stuff in our house before we moved in. And of course house delays. So we were planning on moving in before the baby was born and we ended up having to change our plans at the very last minute. And I had to reroute all of our new furniture, like her crib and all of her stuff to our condo, completely clean out that second bedroom or the, I guess it would be the third bedroom in our condo. And it was like our office and it was full of boxes because we were moving and everything. And so we had to quickly rearrange our entire furniture setup and that whole room and our whole game plan and ended up um, pulling it together in time before she was born. And then we moved when she was three weeks old. And that was a whole other story too. So the day we moved, Brian was with the the moving trucks and then I had the kids. So I have Carter who is 16 months old at the time and Charlotte who is a newborn. And we drive from our place in the city over to my mom's house first because I was going to drop off the kids. So we drop off the kids and before we leave, so before we leave, we're, so we're at the condo, my mother-in-law says, Kim, I don't think that Carter, he feels warm. I don't think he's feeling good. And I'm like, she's like, do you have the, the Tylenol? I'm like, no, it's packed up. I'll give it to him when we get to my mom's house or my parents' house. So we, I pack up the kids and we drive and we're about a minute from my mom's house. And I turn around and Carter is throwing up in the back seat, like full throwing up all over himself. And I'm like freaking out because I have my newborn baby and then there's Carter in the back. Just there's throw up like coming out of his nose, like everything all over him, his car seat, everything. So he like throws up twice. And so then that was the first time any kid had ever thrown up. Like I was by myself. So we take him to my mom's house and he seems to be fine. And so I leave go to our new house, meet the movers. And then by the time I get back there at the end of the day, he's just like really lethargic. Baby's fine, thankfully, but it was just very scary. And it just, (laughs) he ended up being fine. He was just sick and he just needed Tylenol and rest and whatever. But um, he also, I've learned since then that he's prone to car sickness, like my sister. Um, And so, yeah, we have a couple fun stories like that, but that was the day we moved and, you know, it's never easy. And, um, yeah, I guess I can say that was an unforgettable day. So anyway, um, that's all I have for now, guys. I hope you have a lovely Saturday. It is Memorial Day weekend. Let me know what you want me to talk about, um, I'm so enjoying this podcasting, you guys. You don't even know. Like, it's literally my jam. I am 
obsessed with this. Even if nobody else likes it, I like it. And that's all I really care about. Um, so thanks again for tuning in. Let me know what you want to talk about. I have a lot of different things I want to talk to you guys about. Um, I think predominantly that transition between being single and then going to married life, you know, parent life, adulting life. I mean, I just want to talk about all of the things, just all of the things. I want to dispel rumors. I want to uncover smoke and mirrors. I want to talk about how to deal with transitions along the way. Um, I want to interview some really cool people. Um, I just have so many different things I want to talk to you guys about, and I just simply cannot wait to continue this journey with you. With that, signing off. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.